0: 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events.
1: Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au.
0: Hi, it's Neil Johnson and welcome to today's 2020 podcast. Remember you can hear 2020 on the Vision Radio Network from 10am Australian Eastern Time. That's 11 Australian Eastern Summer Time on the Vision Radio Network. Well, the dust is settling on the U.S. elections, and Barack Obama is on his journey for his second term as U.S. President. It's a good time to reflect on what happened to the issues that evangelical Christians often stand for. Sometimes we're led to believe that evangelicals typically support the rights or the Republican side of the political divide in the U.S., but that may be changing. Simon Smart is one of the directors for the Centre for Public Christianity in Australia and today talking about new challenges ahead in the US politically and when it comes to Christian evangelicals. Simon Smart, welcome to 2020.
1: Thanks Neil, good to be with you.
0: Simon, the evangelical landscape in the United States, it does have ripples right around the world. Uh, In light of the election, uh, what do you think is happening with New Evangelicals in America?
1: Yeah, well, Neil, this is a really a topic that really interests me. I'm sort of interested in American uh, life anyway, and then the religious landscape in America is sort of fascinating. And you're right, it does have implications around the world. A lot of people are writing about what they're calling the New Evangelicals. Now, this is a reference to uh, a move away from... The religious right in America among evangelicals. So in the last 30 or perhaps 40 years, there's been a very close connection between evangelical Christian believers and the Republican Party, especially in America. And there's a suggestion that this might be starting to shift a bit.
0: There's something I'm just thinking about. 20 years ago, I had a conversation with someone along these sorts of lines uh, who said that in the United States, uh, if you were going to align yourself with Christians, uh, you really had to accept a political agenda along with your Christian faith. Uh, there has been something of that type of feel about being an evangelical Christian in the United States. Is that coming to an end, do you think?
1: The, there are signs that it, that it is coming to an end in, in this way. So it's still the case that evangelicals are mostly voting Republican. Uh, there's been some big shifts uh, in the recent years, and it'll be really interesting to see how, how once people start analysing the figures for the, the latest presidential election, how that all came out. But there was talk beforehand that there's a lot of evangelicals. So some, someone from uh, New York University called Marsha Pally has written about this. Now, She thinks that the, what they're calling the new evangelicals make up around 25% of the American population. So it's a very large uh, group. I, I think it's probably that's a bit large. I think it's probably closer to 16%. But these are groups of very devout uh, Christian believers who are holding on to traditional sort of evangelical theology, but nonetheless have have shifted away from the American right and broadened their sort of political interests along the lines of poverty, relief, uh, immigration reform, environmental protection, and looking at human rights and democracy and economic justice and and so on. Because they're feeling like these are deep concerns for Christian people and that they're they're kind of reacting against what has become, in some ways, almost um, two issues in uh, Christian America – uh, abortion and same sex marriage, and they're saying, Look, those things still are important to us, but there's a broader range of issues that we're interested
0: in so new evangelicals have evolved in the way that they are thinking about what's important is that what you was that what you're saying?
1: Yes, and it's especially the case among young evangelicals. So um, there's a large group of, in America now. Robert Putnam did a big study on American religion a couple of years ago. It's a very, it's the largest study of this nature done before, and he identified a couple of things, well, lots of things. But one was that there's a lot more people putting no religion uh, on their when they answer questions like that. And a lot of those are the young people. But even among evangelicals, there's young people who are saying, we're no longer prepared to say we're just attached to sort of conservative party politics. We're we're interested in a lot broader range of issues. And so what evangelicals seem to be looking at are a whole lot of um, single issues. So they'll look at particular issues and and then not be tied too closely to uh, one political party. Lots of evangelical leaders are now saying that has been disastrous for our
0: cause. So when you look at the landscape now and another four years with Barack Obama as the President of the United States, where does that sit, uh, evangelical Christians uh, in uh, the U.S.? Uh, what sort of voting patterns would you anticipate that they are moving towards?
1: Well, it's very, very hard to predict because um, you know, it's a very complex area. What, tends to, what has tended to happen in the last 25, 30 years or so is that evangelical Christians have been tied quite closely to the Republican Party, mostly because of a couple of issues, but they've also found themselves bound up in um, what you would sort of tick off as key conservative political uh, stances. But... We're seeing a real, a bit of a shift back to. It's actually. And someone else has made the point that this is not the new evangelicals. Actually, returning to old ways because. Uh, in America, uh, the great sort of progressive movements of American history like the American Revolution, the Emancipation of the Slaves, uh, early suffragette movement, the fight for civil rights, all those sorts of things were hugely influenced by people of, of evangelical faith. And so uh, Marsha Powell and others are saying that the, the, the evangelicals are just returning to political visions and social practices that have a long tradition in America. And so it, it's hard to know how how this is going to go, other than there's a definite uh, trend in this direction, at least among a significant uh, portion of evangelical voters. And so, yeah, it'll be fascinating to see how the next few years go. Um, Of course, the economy affects everyone, including evangelical Christians, so perhaps their voting will be affected by that as well.
0: Did evangelicals uh, desert the right of politics in this uh, election just gone?
1: Uh, I don't know the figures yet of um, the way evangelicals have voted. They certainly deserted the uh, Republican Party in in the previous presidential election in quite large numbers. What seems to have happened is lots of Christians became disillusioned with the Bush administration's uh, prosecution of the war in Iraq and in Afghanistan, especially when it came to things like use of torture, uh, which was a, a very, very uh, unpalatable thing for lots of people, including the Christians, who said this, this couldn't, couldn't go on, they couldn't support that. And so there were lots of people who became disillusioned. Then in the 2010 midterm elections, there was a bit of a swing back to the Republicans among evangelicals. So, as I said, it's a little bit hard to tell. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if this group that Marsha Pally and others have identified, and especially the younger voters, will have... Uh, stayed with Barack Obama on this occasion rather than go with the Republicans and Mitch Romney.
0: Simon Smart, stay with us because I'd like to pursue some more with you on the new evangelicals in America and what that might mean for Australia. I mean, the question arises, doesn't it? Are there new evangelicals in Australia? Simon, stay with us. We'll come back and talk some more shortly. You're listening to the 2020 podcast on the Vision Radio Network. We're back with Simon Smart from the Center for Public Christianity, and we're talking through what happened in the United States elections and particularly to the issues that evangelical Christians so often stand for and we're talking through whether the religious landscape there is changing. Simon Smart, if there are new evangelicals in the US, does that mean that there are new evangelicals on Australian soil too?
1: (laughs) Um, Well, maybe, Neil. It's a a very different landscape. I mean, religion in America is so much more uh, pervasive. Uh, In certain parts of America, it's sort of so ingrained into the culture, that's Christianity, that, uh, you know, it's, this this largely culturally christian so it's a little bit hard to work out who's really committed to this and who isn't and so it's, it's a it's quite a different uh atmosphere but but nonetheless i think you do identify influential trends around the world and some of these things emerge from america and that's true of lots of things including christianity i'd say that some of the things that we've been talking about, as in a concern among Christians for poverty relief and environmental care and uh, what's going on with refugees and, and anti-militarism and those sorts of things, which I think are very much part of the new evangelical landscape. And I would say that they are also important to younger Christians in Australia. So I think there are some connections for sure and those sorts of influences and there are are some quite influential people among this what we're calling the, the new evangelicals and so I think yes I think their influence is spread across to some of the young people especially in Australia.
0: Interestingly Simon when you say that Christianity has been all pervasive in the United States but it hasn't been in Australia I would dare to say that there'd be Christians listening in in our conversation now that would like to think that That there could be a time coming in Australia's future where our Christianity is all pervasive in all of those issues as well. Uh, I guess a new evangelical in Australia might have that sort of ideal.
1: Well, I mean, it's true that uh, all of us as Christians are hoping for uh, people to be to become Christian. We're hoping for uh, our country to reflect the sort of things we think are important in Christianity and things that Christianity can bring to the world. But, of course, Australia has a very, very different history to the U.S. And um, right from the very, very beginning of European settlement in Australia, there was sort of an uneasy relationship with with religion. And Australians have typically liked to think of themselves as a very secular country. Now, I think that's even more the case now. So we, we're, we're a very, I'd say, post-christian in lots of ways uh there was a very strong influence of christianity and still is in our culture but the the, the sort of every day person the person on the street increasingly they've had very little contact with christianity so it's a real challenge for christians to be able to bring their worldview into the public and show why it's relevant and what it has to offer
0: Interestingly when we talk about the uh, foundations of Australia and uh, talk about it not being something similar to the US and I know there are huge differences but the uh, evangelization of Australia was so successful in that first hundred years that by the beginning of the 20th century uh, every person would be ticking the box Christian and almost every person in Australia was a member of a local church by the early 20th century when we talk about being post christian today it's something isn't it that somehow or other the churches has dropped the ball along the way and we've we've missed opportunities to continue that pervasive christian faith
1: well there's certainly a ch- Challenge, massive challenge for the churches to find a way to see, to show people why they they still matter. I mean, it's it's a huge challenge. We've seen a generation of people move away from Christianity um, to sort of turn their back on it, and and yet I would argue that the influence of Christianity, even among people who sort of have forgotten the, the reason for it, forgotten the story behind it. Uh, the influence is still there. And so sometimes it's tapping into that and showing people, you know, there's things about our culture that all of us can be very glad of, uh, Christian or not, but, and we can perhaps identify and show the links to a Christian understanding of each other, the world, and our place and what, what a good life is, for instance, and show why Christianity has something to offer. Now, that might be just the beginning of the conversation uh, that might eventually lead us to, you know, a time where you know, there's at least more than 8% of us in church on Sunday.
0: Those big issues are so important for us to have our mind around. Uh, when it comes to the different ways that we live out our lives as Christians, and there is a certain sense in which there is a proclamation of the gospel that people will respond to even without explanation because somehow or other God works specifically in a way that touches and draws on the heart but those issues that are social justice issues and these big environmental issues, they all they all have to have their place in our Christian faith, don't they?
1: They really do. And as you said, the proclamation of what we say is the gospel, so the good news of who Jesus is and what he, he brings to life, um, that proclamation, while the message is always, central and important and the same the the way of communicating it and it changes so um the way you would have communicated that to someone in the 18th century is very different to the 20th century and what i what i would argue and at the center for public christianity we want to recognize is that in the the environment that we have to speak into we have to take into consideration where people are at and if it's true as we suspect that we are very post-christian we do have to find connecting points to be able to eventually have that sort of conversation about who jesus is and why we think he matters
0: and it's those think tanks a little bit like what you guys do that help to bring the relevance to christian faith for the 21st century and uh, i know you're encouraging people to grapple with the issues so that they're ready to be able to uh, give an answer for the hope that's within them whenever that opportunity arises
1: and with gentleness and respect, as it says in one Peter. Uh, and uh, absolutely, that's right, Neil. And and the, you mentioned things like uh, environmental care and and social justice issues and those sorts of things. Some of those points are real points of commonality. So Christians can show um, people from outside the faith that you know we've got something to, to contribute here. We're interested in some of the same things you are. We're interested in families and good communities and good relationships. We're interested in justice. And guess what? Christianity gives an enormously important basis for all of those things. And you might not get the the grounding for it elsewhere, actually. So that might be a a good point in to start talking about why Christianity matters.
0: Well, Simon, always good talking. I'll point people to your websites. Uh, Simon Smart is one of the directors for the Centre for Public Christianity. The website to visit is www.publicchristianity.org. And, of course, uh, there'll be a link to that on the 2020 page at vision.org.au. Simon, thanks for being with us today on 2020.
1: Thanks, Neil. Great to talk to
0: you. Like what you've just heard? There's more
1: great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting
0: faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.